Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. What's going on, everybody? This is Views from the Two, back for another week. I am Sean Pesos, and good brother here. And as always, it's your boy, Chi. What's going on, brother? Uh, I see you repping another country today. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't, do, I haven't worn this hat in forever. I know, I remember when you got the joint. Yeah. Mad long ago. No, it was about a... It was a minute ago, because we got the same shirt. Yeah. It's a minute ago. That's back when we was on our American rag wave. Yeah. That was a long time ago, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Miami Because I got... No, I got these, though. I got... This was after Miami. You know what I'm saying? That's just, like, right around that time. Oh, nah. This was... Had to be between 13 and 15. I want to say this was 15. 15, 16. Because... I got this hat just because of the questions. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Did you sell them joints? Unfortunately, I did. I had to sell all my sneakers I told you? No, man. I'm sad. I feel bad for you, bro. And my foot grew again. <laughs> yeah, I think we already had that. I think we already had that conversation. Last week? No, 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 no. I was about to say, what is going on? Do I do it? That was what happened. Do I think I'm going to the doctor? I'm like, like dude, all right, y'all, y'all need to, y'all need to figure this out because there's no reason why. You didn't have a growth spurt after 20, dude. It's nuts. <laughs> I'm sitting here, 33. <laughs> dog, you throwing? You sold about all my sneakers. Six hundred dollars worth of shoes. All my sneakers. If not more. Every last. Every last sneaker that I've not every last one. Damn there. Yeah. But I'm gonna come back. Half <sighs> them kicks ain't back, man. They just over. <laughs> over, bro. But y'all, we starting on the light note for right now because the the mood's about to change, as you can tell by the intro. Yeah. Now, last week we got on here and spoke on the mass shootings that took place in Brownsville, Brooklyn, and Gilroy, California. Yep. Now, seven days later, you had to come back on here and speak about more mass shootings. As I was telling my brother before we turned these mics on, if this is going to be a weekly thing, I don't want to podcast anymore because this is getting out of hand. Well, not even getting out of hand. It's been out of hand. But now it's ridiculous, ridiculous. Like, it's a level red ridiculous. So, well, I can't even say if you don't know because you've probably heard by now. There have been, what? Three mass shootings within the past six days? No, it's just two. It's Mississippi, El Paso, and then it was Dayton. Wait, this Mississippi? Yeah. The hell happened in Mississippi? Somebody got shot at a Walmart in Mississippi. Was it just a person or was it? Two or three people. I think it was two people dead, four injured. Yeah. So there was a shooting in El Paso, Texas. How many died? Right now, 22. 22. And over 40 injured. The shooter went into said Walmart with an AK-47, I believe. That is correct. And went shooting aisle by aisle. Now, being that I shop at Walmart, we both shop at Walmart. I, If that was to happen, I doubt I would even see it coming. And that's the scariest part of this. Because Walmart is so big and there's so much to do and get distracted by. If someone started shooting, 
I wouldn't even know it. And because there's so much noise, how would you figure what's going on if it was a commotion? Especially with Walmart being so crazy. Like, <sighs> sad, man. But there was also a shooting in Mississippi. I'm not sure what city, but two people dead, four injured there. And as of, what, maybe 24 hours ago, I would say, there was a shooting in Dayton, Ohio. What's the numbers on those? I didn't, I didn't write those down because it happened early in the wee hours of the morning. Nine. Nine people dead. Yeah. And 20-something injured, I believe. Now, this shooting took place in a busy district of Dayton where people... <laughs> Attend this. It's like a nightclub, nineteen area. The Dayton shooting is kind of like for those that are listening that are in the same city as we are. It's like Chippewa, right? It's like South Beach or Allentown or Pacific Beach if you're out in San Diego. Yeah, Gaslamp Quarter, Soho in Manhattan. I could go on. I forgot what Phillies. Uh, I couldn't. Oh, Broad Street. Yeah. So, it can happen. In places like that, which is unfortunate, man. It's like, what do you do to combat this? Do you stay home? Do right. you go get your pistol permit and carry a weapon? Do you? What do you do? What's the solution? Because me, I'm thinking about getting my pistol permit, but I also think on the other side of it, I have a pistol in my car, legally, you know, legally uh, able to carry, and I could end up like Philando Castile. Trying to protect my own self and my family. So what do I do? Do I not carry and be caught naked? Or do I carry and have to deal with a whole nother risk entirely? I don't have the answers, man. Well, before I even, before I get started. <laughs> um, I mean, you can start right now. No, I'm saying before I get, before I dive into my. Into your spiel. Yeah. Um, as I always do in Everett's tragedy that affects the country the world just prayers and condolences to the families and victims those out there i know i was watching today just a heartfelt heartfelt story of a family Mm -hmm. a father his girl or wife when the shooter in el paso started to fire Mm -hmm. he said the family of the victim, of the victims, because the husband and wife both died. Mm-hmm. They said that the shooter pointed his gun, well, pointed the assault rifle at the man's wife, mm-hmm. who was who was holding their two-month-old child. The father jumps in front mm-hmm. of his family. This coward shoots at, obviously shoots him. The bullet goes through him goes through her the baby got I, I, the baby's injured the baby has like broken hands mm-hmm. like broken fingers they said that when they picked the baby up the baby was just covered in blood in his parents blood and just like to hear that story that's just like and that baby has no idea what's going on no like two months like they just got here the fuck like you know it, it's sad it's horrible and then like i read i don't Did know you if read you the manifesto? i was about to say i read the manifesto it's a bunch of bullshit i read it and it's so ass backwards and but 
it's coming from what has been spewing out of 45 the office so I, that could, I won't even call that an office it's a fucking circus but it is it's the I mean we still have to pay respect to the fact that it's the Oval Office we don't have to respect the person that's that's sitting there True. but it's still the Oval Office same thing that we kind of that you know talk about the flag but I'm, I'm watching like so when I heard about it mm-hmm. I didn't even know it happened until I was getting ready for work and I was, I just came out of you know I just came out my I just came out the room my mom and my daughter was you know here and they were like my mom was like you know did another shooting so I hear it and I'm I instantly just get upset so I, I'm sitting down and I'm watching it now and I'm just watching I'm like oh like the hell are you serious? Like, are you serious? So then, you know, after every th- that whole news broke out, and we found out that it was a white supremacist again had the manifesto. All this was planned out. Everything was all said and done. He was captured. That's funny in itself. It's not funny, but sarcastically funny. I'm gonna get into the whole capture because they've been talking about like when they captured him. They've been talking about it today. Mm-hmm. So. I wake up Saturday night like two, three in the morning. I'm flicking through I'm flicking through the channels and I'm on my phone. I'm on Facebook and I see, you know, our our fellow podcast partner who's under the umbrella. He shared the CNN breaking news. Another mass shooting in, in Dayton. Like the fuck? What? I Turn on the CNN. I see this giant. I'm like, oh my god! Like again, not even twelve hours. It's ridiculous, dude. Then they were saying that this dude, because the the initial report was it was AR-15. That was the initial report. I was like, oh, this this is okay. It's bad. <laughs> okay, but then they started revealing more that it wasn't AR-15. It was a it was a two two three assault rifle, but fact that this man had over 250 rounds. Is that in the gun or is that included the magazines? That's the magazines. Like, I'm like, dog. Then when they, so watching, I'm we watching the press conference Sunday, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we watching the Dayton press conference and the, uh, the police commissioners out there and he's talking, he's like, well, now what we're going to do is we're going to show you footage of what happened. See, I didn't see that. And <laughs> I don't mom, think I would want to look at My that. mom's like, why are they showing this? Now, I've taken classes in media mm-hmm. and I want to get into the, I want to get into media. I do. But I I want to take a different approach on it. But it's a it's a tactic that is only I will say <laughs> used here. I can't really say it's not used anywhere else because I don't know. Because well I I can because like I said because I've I've studied and the professors that I've been thankful to have mm-hmm. have dived into these different elements of media. Okay. And they said that, you know, we 
we love to install fear. Yeah, we're a country full of fear mongers. So what they're doing is, is they're showing you all this stuff to have you fearful to want to go out, to want to shop, to want to do all this stuff. Because it's going to program you to be like, yo, I'm I'm not going to go outside. I'm not going to go. I'm not about to go to a convenience store. I'm not about to go to a shopping mall. I'm not about to go to Target, Walmart. The movies. The, the movies. A uh, festival. A festival, a concert, anything like that. Because guess what? So there were all these mass shootings have taken place. Yeah, so people's anxiety and everything is just going to be racing because they're going to be so, like, paranoid. Like, I commend, I salute the the black man that was at El, that was there. Mm-hmm. He was one of the witnesses. And he said, and I, I salute him, but I'm so thankful that no officer seen him. Mm-hmm. Because he said, now he is a military specialist. Mm-hmm. And he said, what happened, he was at Fanatic in the mall. And he said that this young kid ran up in Fanatic and was like, they shooting. And kind of like ran off. Mm-hmm. And him and one of the workers didn't pay no mind because they was just like, since a kid, he just ran out here, set in and just took off. So then when he said he was on, he was he went to Foot Locker he said that's when he heard he seen people pulling down the gate and then he heard something mm-hmm. and the minute he heard it he said my military instinct he said I, I'm carrying right but he didn't say at the time when he said it like when he originally said it he said I'm carrying I'm, I have a license to carry mm-hmm. he said the minute I heard it I instantly pulled my gun out mm-hmm. Later in the conversation, he mentions, I'm a military specialist. Mm -hmm. I'm in the military. So I'm licensed to carry. He said, but my instinct when I hear that is to grab my gun and try to get and try to get everybody secure. So he's saying that he him and somebody else were like seeing kids running and they picked up. He picked up the kids mm-hmm. So he's picking up the kids But he said he still had his weapon on him mm-hmm. My thing was I'm just glad that no officer Seen that he had Everybody his gun He was the shooter and yeah. shot Police are stupid like that Well I'll take that back It Don't wasn't Police are stupid like that They just It's their instinct right. to be like Oh he has the gun That's who we're gonna Like instinct's right. gonna say that But I was just so thankful that You know They No officer seen that or if they did, they probably would have seen that he would. Because he said, I was carrying kids and I had my gun in my hand. Mm-hmm. So I'm also like, okay, well, maybe if they would have seen him and seen that, okay, he's carrying kids, but he also has a gun with him. So he's, you know. Honestly, I don't know what the cops would have thought. You know. I'm just glad that didn't take place. So we have to talk about that as well. Right. So. Now, you know, which is like I said, it, it's very tragic that this happened. The the fact that in this man's manifesto, he 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 echoed the same. He quoted the book, The Great Replacement. But he also was echoing <laughs> the same rhetoric and in, in hatred. That the man sitting in office did. 
Oh, it sounds like someone else. Not just Trump. I know, but but it's yeah, that's a direct effect. On it's a direct like when you like when they 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 took what he was saying mm-hmm. and was like, yeah, this is this is a Donald Trump quote from yeah, here. this right and here and that right this rally invasion like all the things he was saying. So, <laughs> so today, well, yesterday, he he the man forty five. Was made a made a brief statement about it and said, wait, "I w- wait mm-hmm. before he even made a statement. Guess where he was? He was golfing. He popped up at someone's wedding, and then he went golfing. So he he does that, and then he makes his statement. Says I'm gonna address it tomorrow. Said I was gonna, I'm gonna address it tomorrow at 10 a.m. I think that's what he said. So then, did he tweet this? Oh no! He, no, he he addressed it. He spoke. He addressed. He addressed it. He actually spoke, and then he sent out a tweet this morning. Because you know that's what presidents do. They tweet. And what she says, this he says, we cannot let those killed in El Paso, Texas, and Dayton, Ohio, die in vain. Likewise, for those seriously wounded, we can never forget them. And those many who came before them, Republicans and Democrats must come together and get strong background checks, perhaps marrying this legislation with desperately needed. (laughs) You know, he had to say this with desperately needed immigration reform. We must have yeah. something good, if not great, come out of these two tragic events. Now, he wow. said that. And then yeah. he proceeded to have a press conference today, in which I will give him and a lot of people. I've been watching news all day. This is the most I've ever watched. Now, I won't say the most because, like, anytime there is, like, some type of event or mass shooting and things like that. Like, I know I was... I was like knee deep in the Parkland shooting just because mm-hmm. I was in a school and right. you know but I was very in- intrigued on the things that I was hearing coming out of 45 his mouth I didn't technically see it live mm-hmm. I actually read right. your girl's post okay and which she went the fuck off I went on Twitter and all I saw was Toledo trending. Like, why is Toledo? Hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. we we getting to Toledo. Okay, we getting there. Because I didn't, I didn't even pay this any mind of the addressing of the nation by forty five. So, so I didn't have time to tap into all of this. So when I came across that, I <sighs> what was your thought? I'm reading. <sighs> he says. This isn't a gun situation. This is a mental health problem at the highest level. Okay. Come on, bro. <laughs> he goes on to say that mental illness and hatred pulled the trigger, not the gun. If y'all can see my brother's face right now. Fam. 
What? Yes. One, stop using mental illness as an excuse for these crazy fucking people shooting everyone. Because it's not mental illness. Can't use that as a curse. There's people really going through mental illness out here, like depression and all that kind of shit. No, people just want to do harm to other people. That's not a mental health thing. That's a hatred thing that you spew and spread. Yeah. You're the cause. You're the root. Yes. Oh, and I also heard he blamed it. Somebody blamed it on video games. No, he did. He did. He was the he one? blamed it. He blamed it on. He cited mental health, the the violence in video games, and social media. Oh, you mean the same social media that you tweet on and spew out your retarded rhetoric? Excuse me, not retarded. I take that back. You spew your rhetoric on. Yep. Video, he blames it on. You know how long they've been blaming shit on video games? But you do know that, like. Since Doom. Wait, wait. You you do know that China has video games. They make the majority of the games. Japan has video games. Australia has video games. The world. The world has video games. Yet, we, this country, have 250 mass shootings in 2019. I think that number's not true. It's a lot. It's lower than that, but it's still a ridiculous amount. That 250, I went and looked it up. That's not 250. It's like 170. So it ain't too far off. But still, it's ridiculous. 170, 250. It's, 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 it's still ridiculous. Compared to the other countries. <laughs> right. Who have probably one, maybe the most is like three. Well, let's let's go back to something you said. Immigration? What does immigration have to do with this? These are white men doing this. Born in this country. Because he's... Tr- I understand what he's trying to do. No, no, no. Because what he's trying to do is he's still trying to, in my personal opinion, he's still trying to push that narrative. No, he's still trying to push that narrative even in the midst of chaos that is in that's that's domestic. It's been domestic. Right, but like <laughs> the last foreign terrorist attack was nine eleven. Yes, and since then we've had more domestic terrorist attacks than international. Hell, before nine eleven, Columbine, domestic, Parkland. Domestic, Sandy well, that's post, Hook. That's post nine. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just naming them. Sandy oh, yeah. Hook, domestic, uh, El Paso. We could go, we could go long, on the and Boston on and Marathon, on. Boston Marathon, Orlando. All of his domestic. Yeah. So where is he getting his immigration shit from? Because, like I, I said, he's, he's still trying to, trying to push that. <sighs> he's I, still trying to push it. I so wish we had a competent. Leader in office. Oh, so wish. So, as he as I, as we both said, he's avoiding it. He's he's avoiding the rhetoric that he brought to the forefront. Okay, he's the one that's out here this saying is how he these got things. Elected. 
he's saying these things. Like there's there's a video that I'm gonna show you we off air that is very heart wrenching to watch. Okay. It might even came from um uh the Netflix special thirteen. Uh thirteenth amendment with the Ava DuVernay? Yeah. Because the thirteenth, yeah, because at the end of it, it has the flag and it shows the mm-hmm. the, the the logo for it. Mm-hmm. So I think that it might have came from there, but it's basically taking everything that he said and then comparing it to when he was like when he would be at his rallies and be like, "I wish it go back to the old days," and they're showing clips of the old days of when. You know, he was like, oh, I wish that we could just, you know, punch people in the face. And then they're showing like back in like the 60s. Yeah, this ain't that far ago. This ain't that long ago. Right. So. It's just it's just that it's mind boggling. It's that, you know, and then when I think of like because I know I know people who support him. I probably know people that support him too, but they just won't out themselves. Oh no, no, they the people I know is very out with them. So they are very like, hey, like yes, just send a third. And one of one of them happened to, you know, they spoke on this topic. No, they happen to be Hispanic, and I I haven't and I because of the relationship. That I have with that person, I'm never going to address it. I think I know who you're speaking of. I'm never going to. Just because I'm just like, I, I don't want to. Because I value the relationship more than, than the political view. Yeah. Because I know because I've been there before. Mm-hmm. I've been down this road before. Mm-hmm. I had this kind like I in like a, a a air quote brotherhood that I thought I had showed their true colors. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, like, it be your own people. Not, 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 not in the sense of pigment, black, black. Yeah, but it be your own people that you're close to, right? So when I, so I, because of that, yo, the whole Hispanic supporting Trump thing is something I will never understand, considering he's targeting people that look like them. The same thing. Like I, I just I find it kind of crazy that I'm like yo like y'all really really like you you know if you were like if you heaven god forbid you were in Texas in El Paso that could have been you that could have been you that that could have been you like they don't they don't care they see they don't care if you Support because at the end of the day, they still gonna look at you as just that. <laughs> it's like that J song on four forty four, but it's just a different pigment, different nationality. So I'm just like, I, I just, I shake my head. I do, and I then we've come this low, and then to shake my head even more. Is this something that I missed? No. I probably did. No, you didn't. Because you, you just talked. You just mentioned it earlier. Okay. Towards the end of this man's speech, uh, 
This man says, "See, do you want before to before I even get into it? I'm reading this article on Yahoo, mm-hmm. and at the end of the article on Yahoo, I see a tweet because you know somebody takes like the pic, like the picture of the tweet and puts it on mm-hmm. the article, and somebody he had a blue check. I don't know who he was, but he was like, "Oh fuck me, Toledo," and I'm like, "What?" Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm because I, I didn't fully read the whole thing. I just skimmed through it. Mm-hmm. And then I just got to the end. And I'm like, what the? Why is he saying fuck me Toledo? Then I go on Twitter. And I'm like, why is Toledo, Toledo, that's why Toledo, why is Toledo, Toledo trending? Then I'm looking at it and I'm like, there was another shooting in Toledo? That's what I thought. What the heck? What is going on? Then all of a sudden, I see a video. And I said, what? what why is he? And then I said, oh, my God. Now, mind you, Toledo and Dayton are about 150, 160 miles apart from each other. Like, nowhere near. I think it's a three-hour trip between the two cities. How do you confuse Dayton and Toledo? How? I've been in Ohio all my life, and I never confused Youngstown with Cleveland. I never confused Cincinnati with Dayton they're all separate how Toledo Toledo bruh no disrespect to anybody in Toledo but Toledo really Toledo wasn't even on a teleprompter he's reading off a teleprompter wait they put Toledo on the teleprompter no it wasn't on it said Ohio and Texas and so he just went straight to Toledo and and yo, you know what's crazy? Mm. You know what's crazy? Mm. Ohio is a red state. Oh, they probably feeling stupid. Which means they voted for Trump. <laughs> if we are able to pass great legislation after all of these years, we will ensure that those who were attacked will not have died in vain. May God bless the memory of those who perished in Toledo. And may God protect them. Bruh. Bruh, I know Bush was bad. But bruh, the bar is on the pavement right now for the presidency. Your man said Toledo. To, nah, nah, don't, don't put your man in front of, nah. That is not my man. The man said Toledo. So, <laughs> like, I seen that. I FaceTimed my mom. I literally FaceTimed my mom. And she's like, what is wrong? Because I just had this look on my face. She's like, what is wrong? I was like, you can't be, you can't be this dumb. She's like, what are you talking about? I said, did this dumbass really say Toledo? And she's like, who? I said, you know who. And she's like, he really said Toledo? I was like, yes. He mistaken Toledo for for Dayton. How? How, my man? <sighs> Bruh, if Obama did a sliver of any of this shit, I swear it'd be the world would melt in an instant. Speaking of like our president. 
Because that's still my present. I don't give a damn what nobody When was said. Parkland? 2000. Parkland, Parkland was during his. Parkland that, was during that, his. That. It was during his. It was during Trump's reign. No, it was during Obama's reign. Obama's. Mm-mm. Uh, Mm-mm. When was it? Mm-mm. Hold on. I'm about to look this up. Parkland was last year. Nah, nah it wasn't last Par- year. I was in high. I was in college. Bro. It was my freshman year. Hold on. I'm acting like I like I'm like I'm old in college. Like, well, I am old in college. Hold, but. On, hold on, wait, wait a damn minute. Parkland was like, oh damn, it was. God damn, dude. There had he. Yo, it's been so many mad shoes. I, I could. There has swore. been he. Okay, so this is what they said. They said that Obama during Obama's reign. During Obama's presidency, there was like I think they said there was like 159 mass shootings. Mm-hmm. Eight years, right? Right. During Trump's four years, it's not even a full four. Not even a full four. There's like I think they said there was like three, maybe three or four hundred. Yeah. But you know why? These people are emboldened by what they hear. So, speaking of forty-four, how people should address the country in crisis, in the midst of crisis, President Obama sent out a tweet at three o'clock this today. I was about to say this morning. I was about to say Obama on a late night. No. He says, Michelle and I grieve with all the families in El Paso and Dayton, Dayton. Who, <laughs> who endured these latest mass shootings. Even if details are still emerging, there are a few things we already know to be true. First, no other nation on earth comes close to experiencing the frequency of mass shootings that we see in the United States. No other development development nation tolerates the level of gun violence that we do every time this happens we're told that tougher gun laws won't stop all the murders that they won't stop every deranged individual from getting a weapon and shooting innocent people in public places but the evidence shows that they can stop some killing they can save some lives from heartbreak we are not helpless here And until all of us stand up and insist on holding public office offices accountable for changing our gun laws, these tragedies will continue to happen. Second, while the motivation behind these shootings may not be yet fully known, there are indications that the El Paso shooting follows a dangerous trend. Troubled individuals who embrace racist ideology and themselves obligated to act violently to preserve white supremacy. Like the followers of ISIS and other foreign terroristic organizations, these individuals may act alone, but they've been radicalized by white nationalist websites that proliferate on the internet. That means that both law enforcement agents and internet platforms need to come up with better strategies to reduce the influence of these hate groups. But just as important, all of us have to send 
uh, Claration's call and behave with the values of tolerance and diversity that should be the landmark of our democracy. We should soundly reject language coming out of the mouths of any of our leaders that feed the climate of fear and hatred and normalize racist sentiment. Leaders who demonize those who don't look like us or suggest that other people, including immigrants, threaten our way of life or refer to other people as subhumans or imply that America belongs to just one certain type of people. Such language isn't new. It's been at the root of most human tragedy throughout history here in America and around the world. It is at the root of slavery and Jim Crow, the Holocaust, the genocide in Rwanda, and the ethnic cleansing in the... I don't want to butcher that one, so I'm not going to say it. It has no place in our political... in our politics and our public life. And it's time for the overwhelming majority of Americans of goodwill of every race and faith and political party to say as much clearly and unequivocally. Now, funny, as you're reading this, that is how a president is supposed to address it. And he dropped some ether bombs on him. That's funny. As you're reading this, guess what's trending? Hashtag my president. But it's not for 44. It's for 45. Oh, did you hear about the the, the Charleston lie? What is the Charleston lie? <laughs> look, man, look, 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 look. I'm going to say it right now. We got to get through these these tragedies. I need, I need to lighten this mood, man, because this shit is heavy on my heart right now. All I'm telling, all I would tell you and anybody that's listening to this, if you haven't just... Twitter search no, the Charleston me. lie. I want you to tell me on air. So basically, Trump's administration, okay, are basically saying that Trump did not say that there was there was some fine people on both sides. They are they are taking this narrative. They are literally saying that the media has misconstrued and flipped what he said into this big lie that he did not say that. Fan, we watched you say what you said. <laughs> that was a live press conference. You said it. We heard you. We took it in. That's what you said. How can the media twist that as you're saying it? Nobody's that fast. Just do just my head hurts. Just do your search. My head hurts. Just do your search. My head hurts. I have a migraine. Stupidity gives me a migraine. And you said that he's trending? No, the hashtag my president is trending. Because people are calling Obama their president. Mm-hmm. And people are retorting that with Respect my president, 45. He's the greatest president in American history. Ah, okay. I see what you're saying. I get what it's you're saying. Yeah, okay. Going on Twitter. I mean, everybody's going to say that. Everybody's going to feel that notion because you have one person, you have one side that feels like, you know, 
what Trump is doing is he's doing the best he can and then other people feel like he's not and like so before we even started I want to talk about the mayor of El Paso D. Margo M-A-R-G-O yes okay and basically what happened was the one of the council women of El Paso mm-hmm. pretty much is like, yo, we know that Trump is scheduled to come here on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed. You're not coming here. Do not do not step foot in El Paso. We need we need to come together and uplift off of love and you are going to come in and there's just going to be this cest of hatred and that vibe and that energy because they know that this shooter echoed what you said can you buy a president from coming to your city oh the Dayton dude from Dayton Oh, he already said it. He was like, you're not allowed. Because I guess he's supposed to be going to El Paso, and then he's going to Dayton. Dude from Dayton, the mayor from Dayton, I don't think he's the mayor. I think he's like one of the representatives, mm-hmm. was like, no, I will tell the I will tell the mayor. He's one of the dudes that's running for president. He's like, I'm telling him, no, you're not allowed in Dayton. Do not come to Dayton. Now this no, the dude. I asked that is because he's still the president. He can be the well because what the mayor said. The mayor said it is his due diligence in the in the office as being a representative of the office. It's his job to bring him in. Uh, this so is not. This is not a political thing. This is, you know, all this. This is what he said, and when they were questioning him, mm-hmm. now funny because normally when they have these press conferences, you can hear what the people are asking. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't hear what the questions was, but you just see this dude, you see the mayor, and the mayor started to get a little, he started to get a little antsy. And he's like, I'm the mayor. I say this. This is why. I'm not about to go back and forth with you about this. And I'm like, oh, you, you, you mad. But you got to understand why they feel this way. And he's like, you know, I already know my, my phone and my email is going to be going all crazy and this and the third. I'll deal with it when I'll deal with it. And I'm like, but you got to understand, like, I, I, you have to understand why they feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like, this, like, this, this coward did this move. And then they said that when they arrested him. Did you read the quote that they gave? Which was... He was tired. He was delirious. I think that was the El Paso shooter that they gave that quote to. Um, he was disoriented. No, they said from from what I read today and from what I seen today and watching news, they said that this man is stone cold. Oh, no, no remorse. That must have been the El Paso shooter they gave that excuse to. No remorse. No, the dude in Dayton died. So who so somebody gave a quote. They said dude and Dayton died, which is kind of interesting because they showed like they showed in the video clip mm-hmm. 
they showed the Dayton shooter trying to run into the club with the gun, with the assault rifle, and he gets hit. Like, you see him get shot, and you see him drop to the floor. And I guess they said that that's when he died. But I'm like, but they said he had a bulletproof vest on. Now, unless they... Did he get hit in the head? No. So he got hit in the back. That's what I'm assuming. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's protective stuff on the back of the vest. I don't know if it's just on the front or what. It may be true. I've never worn well, a vest. Well, he's so I dead. Don't know. They say. No, they no, they confirmed he's dead. Okay. Dude killed his sister too. God damn. Like she was in she was in the sea of the of the chaos. So Bruh I've tapped out man I don't want to talk about this anymore today uh, I'm just Listen I We We've spent About 50 minutes On this joint I'm tapped bruh Like I don't know what else to say man You would think After Sandy Hook Some shit would have changed Yeah Cause Sandy Hook had like kids, children. But that's what they said. They said that like a lot of a lot of tweets and a lot of stats or posts that I'm seeing is basically saying like we all knew that America didn't care about these mass shootings when they or they didn't care about mass shootings and they didn't care about the gun control when they had they didn't do nothing after children were killed. I mean, which that was under Obama's watch, so it's probably to blame for that. But see, here's the thing, and this is what I say: like he, he, you know, he did try, but when you have, what is it, the House, mm-hmm, House of Representatives, that are majority Republican, which was funny because CNN was like they tried to kind of reach out to Republicans to try to get them on to talk to talk about it. None of the Repub- nobody that's a Republican wants to be on TV right now because they probably look bad right now. And then you got the NRA, which I'm not going to get into. I'm not going. Look, to- man, I'm trying to I'm trying to weave my way out this subject. Like, we we let, let's move on, man. I don't <laughs> I ain't got nothing else to say about this. Unfortunate, y'all. Alright, so So condolences to the families and the victims. Prayers and condolences. I hate that I have to say this all the time, but man, we just gotta I don't what can you do, bruh? I have no idea, man. What can you do? Alright. On the more fuck shit news. It's a little lighter, though. So, uh, my twin, Mr. Combs, has been perusing the streets with one Lori Harvey. He nasty. Now, if you don't know who Lori Harvey is, that... We, we talked about it last week. But, you know, people might not... It might be a first-time listener. You never know. But Lori Harvey is the daughter of original king of comedy and family feud host Steve Harvey. Now, Diddy himself is 
almost 50, I believe. Lori Harvey is how old, sir? 22. Don't don't put don't put Ross in that. Don't say it like that. <laughs> don't do that. Port of Miami dropping a few days. Do not do that. So he is 50. Or will be 50. And she is 22. Now, they were seen with Steve Harvey and Marjorie Harvey. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Yep. On, what was that? Sometime over the weekend. They were having brunch or whatever. They were eating somewhere. They were in Italy. Italy. Okay. So they were overseas. Mm-hmm. These pictures were taken. Everybody was hugged up. Diddy and, and, and Steve were talking. Supposedly this is Lori Harvey's birthday or whatever. And on the Twitter streets, I saw a running theme. The theme was that Lori Harvey caught the W. Because Lori Harvey went from Justin to Daddy Love. The Love Doctor. And that's a supposed win in this hot girl summer. That's wild to me. See, I, I was hearing... Wait, wait, let me tell you why that's wild to me. Okay. Because no one's pointing out the fact that Diddy is more than half her age and running around with someone that's his son's age, that's it's a bad look. Now, if this isn't true and they aren't dating, then it's whatever. But the way it's looking right now, it looks nasty out here. So, I don't know, man. I tried to defend Diddy last week, but now that these pictures have dropped, I can't defend my man. Yeah, you definitely did. I can't. You definitely did. Listen, I told you that they had the matching outfits, and you was like, you tried yeah, to. Yeah, I was like, matching outfits don't mean anything. But now I, they up at, they up having <laughs> pigs in a blanket over syrup and mimosas. Like I can't defend eating crepes together, yo. I, I can't. Listen, that's a nasty move, Puff. Now this is now this is a theory that somebody's throwing out there. So they threw out there the theory that maybe it was a cover-up. For? Maybe Justin and her were covering up for her and Diddy. Why that's a theory that somebody threw out there, I don't know. In this day and age, I don't... You know what I heard? I heard that Diddy was trying to talk to Lori to get her to get back with Justin. Nah, not by the way you seen them pictures. That's what I. That's what. That's what. That's what <laughs> one of the original things that I saw. The way though. them pictures is looking, them pictures. No, no, this, don't. Is, this is before these pictures. I'm talking about last week. That's what I saw. About to say because them pictures though. Nah, nah. The, nah the man them was, pictures hit different in the light. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's just it's nasty. Mm. It's not looking good out here. I don't, uh, 
Yo, I don't know, man. I don't know, Puff. I don't, I don't know what to say about you, dog. And the words of DMX off a of belly. That's your man. That's your man. I, that is my man. <laughs> I just can't. I got to step back, man. I can't defend him on this. I got to call a spade a spade. If it's nasty, it's nasty. And boy, that boy is nasty. Like, but see, he nasty, but I got to give, I got, I got to give nasty the, I got to, I got to give nasty to Steve Harvey though too. Because if you condone in that, yeah. Yeah, you don't get that at the year award for that one. Like I was talking to one of my I was talking to one of my homegirls yesterday about it. Cause I asked you that question last week. What would you do if your child was in that situation? Chitty chitty bang bang, niggas gotta go. <laughs> like I'm not playing like uh but no, nah, I, I I was talking to one of my homegirls and she had she brought up she was like, Well, She's like, and and I, I didn't sit. It didn't sit well with me when she said it. Like I even, I think I even told her, like I'm not, I, I don't rock with it because she goes, he wants his daughter to be with somebody that's stable, that's financially stable, that has money, and I'm like, me so, literally said, I was like, so Harvey's on my wish list. I was like, so you mean to tell me that there's nobody in her bracket, in her age range, that got money that is? I was like, and that's what I said. I said Meek even shot like Meek said he wanted her, and I'm like, and then and then she was just like, yeah, but you know. Diddy got I was like Meek just got his own record label Meek ain't broke He far from it Right Like Come on now Even though Meek is our age That's a little That's a little wild there too Honestly dude I even throw Rome out there Romeo? Yeah She ain't going for Romeo he got his daddy money. That ain't no. He got his own. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> that man got his own. Like totally off. Totally off subject. Well, put me on, cause I ain't know. Okay, so I didn't know that him and Angie, him Master P and Angie Martinez did an interview a couple days ago. Okay. On Angie's show. Okay. And Rome made it crystal clear. Rome was like, listen. I do all like that because he did. I did. He he he's the one that went to Master P and brought to Master P. Yo, we should do. I got the hookup too. Okay. Like he said it to him, mm-hmm. and P was like, "Are you gonna put up your own money for it?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Yeah." So he put his own money up and did it, and they got it out there. Which I haven't seen it yet, but, but plan to. Rome has invested. He's investing in the stuff. He's his own. He's his own man. Okay. Yeah. Well, my bad, Rome. My bad. And then it's just crazy how like I I, I used to <laughs> I used to campaign for Bow. That was your man. That was my man. Then it came to a point where you couldn't defend him. I can't. Even now, like. I be watch because you know I'm, I watch all the shows, all the ratchet. So I watch I watch um, growing up hip hop, 
I watched both the norm, the original when Taz Rome on there, and then I watched the Atlanta, which has Bow on there. Mm-hmm. Bruh. You can tell, and this is something that I've always talked about. And now, like, I, you see now even in hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Like, you look at the Disney Clubhouse, the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse crew. Mm-hmm. Look at Christina and Britney. Mm-hmm. Britney was the, the popular one. Britney was the one that was the face. That broke out. That broke out, and she was the main one. Mm-hmm. Christina was kind of like the underground one, but she kind of had a little edge to her. Mm-hmm. And then now you see reality. Britney shaved the whole head off. Well, she was going through something. Man. But still, she was going through her stuff. Christina, low key, was still like, you know, she she wasn't out there wilding, but she still she was under the radar. Got a family, got a kid, got fam, like got a family. She's low key doing the little stuff. She's it's like the Brandy Monica comparison almost. Brandy Monica, I even go Hillary Duff and Lindsay Lohan. That was completely like, right? You know, nobody knows Hillary Duff, but Hillary Duff got a family and everything, right? And then you look at Roman, Roman Bow, and I'm like, okay, Rome is doing his own thing. Rome doing like mad shit, mm-hmm. got his hands in a lot, and Bow out here bugging. Because Bow Wow is struggling with not being famous anymore. This has been his. But I also, deal. but I also think that. Cause you He's, gotta remember, Bow was way more famous than Romeo when he was coming out. Yeah, but I also I also think that Bow's trying to Bow's trying to, and this is me, that Bow's trying to hold or Bow's trying to live up to an image. What image though? Because you think about it, like it's kind of like it's kind of like the Napoleon concept. Complex, short nigga shit. It's kind of like that where you know you you gotta show that you like big and bad. But Bob, we saw you. We don't. You don't have to show nothing. No, but I'm I'm okay. So I'm saying it, but I'm trying to flip it into something totally different. Okay, where it's the Napoleon complex, but Bob is trying to show that he's not little Bob. It's the it's the fame. To an extent, he's trying to shed the childhood fame yeah. and make it into adult fame. Yeah, like you know, people don't really take Bow seriously. Well, his own actions did that. And then, like, cause we didn't even we we didn't even never talk about like the random shit he did at the club one day when he was like talking about when they was he's they was playing like you. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. When they was performing, like he was playing, he was at some club. They was playing "Like You" and he was rapping it. John Sierra? Yeah. Okay. And he goes, "Y'all forgot I had that bitch first. My nigga, we don't care. <laughs> My point exactly. We like nobody care. cares. That's like a future move. Like." A, and Future before Russ Future is the most recent 
Like who cares? And had a baby. Who so, I mean, cares about the fact that you had her first? Like I don't care. She's married, happily married. Ray J don't even move like that anymore. And Ray J had a whole song. Right. Only one that move Kanye don't even move like that anymore. Nah. That's your man. Back to my man. Diddy, you nasty, son. Steve, you nasty, too. Yeah, word. Word. I ain't got nothing else to say about that. It's not a win for Lori. She look crazy. Going from son to dad. That's... Nah. Nah, yo. Well, if you base it on the premise of what these females are talking about now, that's the move. If the son's fucking up, well, you know what you do? You go after the father. Or you go after the brother. Or you go after his mans in them, like his best friend or whatever. What's that? What's that? Uh, Drake and Weekend song? <laughs> they loving the crew? Yeah, crew love. Is that what it is now? I guess so, man. Man, it's nasty out here. It, I ain't never coming back out there. Never. I'm staying right where I'm at. Nope. You better hurry and get out there, out of there, bro. Man, I'm trying. It is new. <laughs> is, that's the ideology floating around here. I'm trying. It is. It is over. Mm-hmm. If this, if one, go mess with his brother. How, as a dad, do you position yourself to go mess with your son's chick? Like, how, fam? Nah, man. I ain't rolling. Uh, I can't. Nah. Nah, if I had a son and he had a joint, I ain't about to go at. Nah. What am I going to do with that? Dog. Do you realize you was making no way out when she was born? You was out here talking about all about the Benjamins. He nasty Fam Alright Alright Puff He nasty You wanna watch my guy Alright man It's nasty shit out here in this world You got anything positive on this list? I don't think so I don't think we got anything real positive Come on man I don't think we got anything really positive I mean most of the rest of the, I think most of the I think the rest of the show Is just gonna be just More lighthearted stuff Let's see what else is on the docket. Hold on. So, I want to talk about how I get fearful sometimes. Of? Whenever I see my spirit animal trending on Twitter. <sighs> yeah, it's never. It's the majority <laughs> it's of time. Never it's never a, a good, good thing. Thing when I go on Twitter and I go to the search to see what's trending, and Joe Button is trending. Either one, two, or three. It's never good. It's never good. I literally sit back and I have to recap everything that I possibly heard within the, the 24, 48, 72 hours. What could this man had done or said? To get him trending. And long behold, he was trending today. 
Why was he trending, my good brother? Because somebody... Who remained anonymous. I still don't know who made this list. I don't know who made this list. Whoever made this list needs to come forward. Because this person has a lot... This list we're referring to is the top 50 greatest rappers of all time. In In order. order. (laughs) Would you like me to go through the first... 25? Oh, I can go to the first 25. Okay. First off, Hove. Nas at two. Joey. <laughs> Joe Button at three. You want to stop right there? Or you want me to keep going? Just keep going. <laughs> Four is the Ghost, Styles P. Five is the Alien Black Thought. You got your boy F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S at six. You got Jada at seven. You got my guy Big at eight. You got Ghostface at nine. Kendrick at 10. Beanie Siegel at 11. Rakim at 12. Pusha T at 13. Redman 14. Pac 15. Stop. Stop? Stop. Okay. Stop. Okay. Whoever... Oh, I'm going to keep going. Just get your point. I'm going to keep going. Whoever has this list, I need him to do or her to do like a live video explaining their concept of this list. Like what is your... Yes, what is your criteria that is making this list up? Wait, I'm not done. Continue. 16... Scarface, 17, Andre 3000, 18, Common, 19, J. Cole, 20, Lupe Fiasco, 21, Royster 59, 22, DMX, Drake 23, TI 24, and Raekwon the Chef at 25. Do you want me to keep going all the way down to 50? No, I got this one. All right. So, <laughs> go 20, ahead. 26, Twista. Mm-hmm. 27 Met the Man 28 Eminem 29 Prodigy 30 30 Most Def 31 Coogee Rap 32 Big Boy 33 Jeezy 34 Snoop Cameron comes in at 35 Bumby at 36 Lil Wayne at 37 Killer Mike 38 Ice Cube 39 AZ 40 Mace 41 Stack Bundles RIP 42 8 Ball 43, Big Pun RIP 44, The Game 45, LL 46, Rick Ross 47, 50 Cent 48, Busta 49, and coming in at number 50, your guy Lloyd Banks. Dog, I see so many flaws in this list. So many. First, First, I love Button to Death. D E F F F F F. But he ain't number three. I know that's your man. You probably wouldn't even put a number three. I wouldn't. <laughs> He's top 10 to me, but not three. Right. <laughs> Another problem I see Andre 3000 at 17. Like, mm. Pac is 15. See, I, I feel a certain way about Pac. 
Well, know. well, we see, we see, we're different because, like, I will, I feel the same way about Big. I don't know. Pockets in my top five. I'm not saying Big is in my top five. Okay. <laughs> like, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's in my top ten. I just don't yeah, know what order. I don't know what order he'll be in. Twist at twenty six, fam. Nah. Eminem at 28? Nah. Let's keep it a buck, man. Eminem at 28? Prodigy at 29? Come on. P had a run. And I ain't saying it just because he died. He was nice. Snoop 34? Cube at 39, bruh? Cube should be top 10, top 15 off rip. LL? I mean... LL, bruh? I mean... I. I know Wayne has been like kind of off, but Wayne Wayne, Wayne should not be at the bottom of the list. Like damn near close to not not he's thirty seven, but still thirty seven isn't just for Wayne, Bruh. Rock him twenty five. Rock him a lot twenty five. That's disrespectful. Disrespectful. Scarface. Disrespectful. Kendrick at 10, I'm iffy on. Kendrick is my guy, but 10 all time? Yeah, nah. I don't know. Nah. I don't know, man. No, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't know. Mm-mm. Who else? Pun at 44. Pun's my top five. <laughs> Personally. Where's Big O? Bill L, I don't think he had enough. But then again... Pac and Big ain't have enough either. Well, Big and uh, Pun have a lot either. <laughs> How is Stack on this list? No disrespect to Stack. He did put in work while he was here, but, bruh, where's KRS-One? He's not even on this list. No. Where's MC Chan? I mean, we including females. Where's Queen Latifah? Where's Remy? Where's Kim? Where's Nikki for that matter? If you're going to throw everybody up here. Where's Foxy? MC Light. Side note, breaking news. They casted Ursula. Guess who? Queen Latifah. Yep. I didn't know it. Oh, you already knew? I, oh, so it ain't breaking news. No, then. no, no. I didn't feel it. It was either going to be her or Monique. I'm just keeping nah, it in buck. Nah, no, Monique, you get no run over here, B. None. But, all right, keep moving. Back to the program. Method Man 27. No, actually... I think I might keep Meth at 27. I might keep that there. See, I'm I'm a little different because I'm a Method Man fan. I am too. So, but I, I, I'll put for me. But where's Kanye? For me, for me, I'll put Meth. Go over that? Yes. I'll put Method Man over Red Man just because I love Method Man. Like, that's my guy. When it comes to bars, I think Red Man got it though, man. I know, but it's just, I don't know. I just. Meth's my guy. I mean, if you're going to put stack bundles up here, you might as well put Bleak up here. Keep it a buck. You might as well put Jones up here. Santana. <laughs> Bruh. The, who, I need to know who made this list, man. I do, too. And how old are they? I do, too, because... And what's the criteria? What's the basis? Common at 18 is a little high. It's a little high for me. I don't know if Common is... 18 on my list Snoop should be way higher Snoop should be top 15 top 10 in some people's circles cause he changed the game for a lot of people how you feel about Mace 
I wouldn't put Mace up there. Nah. He top fifty, but I won't. Um, no disrespect to Eight Ball and NJG, but Eight Ball is not making my top fifty. Okay, wait. So just to confirm what you said, she is cast as Ursula, mm-hmm. but it's for the ABC. Oh, live. they got me! <laughs> oh, they got they See, that's what happened when I just read the headline. I it's for the ABC the live action of Little Mermaid, Aww. which is not. Oh. The live action of the Disney remake of Little Mermaid. Damn, they got me. That's what I get from not reading the whole story. See, that's what happens when you don't read details, people. That's how you end up getting your data breached. All right, I'm off this list. Oh, speaking of data breach, did you know that StockX had a data breach too? God damn, come on. StockX, Poshmark. I got an email from both of them talking about I need I should it they said it wasn't it didn't affect me but I should still change your like still change your email so if you do have a StockX account change your email if you haven't I mean change your password if you haven't if you have a Poshmark change your password if you haven't I'm about to just delete Poshmark I don't even use that shit this is wasting space on my fucking phone well I do that's that's how I sold most of my sneakers so. I don't even use shit. I'm deleting it. Yikes. All right, man. A lot of depressing shit going on here. That list is nuts. That li- I want to know who, who made this list. I really want to know that. Yeah. They, put, they really put a button at three, though. Like, I love a button, but dog. I want to put him at three. And that's, he's in my top ten, but he's not, he's not three. Dog three. That's nuts. But speaking of lists, who if you was to make a top fifty R and B, don't don't you do, it. do it. Don't do it. No. Why not? <laughs> this is R and B, strictly R and B. Are we going both male and female? Yep, got to. <sighs> Wait a minute. Let me go back. Wait. Let me let me go back to that. Were there any females on? No, list? no. There wasn't a female not on that one? list. Not one female on that list. No MC Light. We just, we just had that conversation. You, I didn't notice there wasn't no females on there though. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But back to the R and B. Could you come with top fifty? <sighs> and how far back would you go? I don't think I could. Why? Because, I mean, it's you can put a top fifty together. Yeah, but then I, I see. I, I have to think about it. And groups can be allowed in. I have to think about it and try to figure it out. I don't know if I could. Marvin Gaye's in my top fifty. Then, then Stevie's in my top fifty. Then, but see, then that's where you also get the confusion because it's like, okay, is Stevie really R and B? Yeah, Rivet in the Sky. That ain't R and B. Like, what would that be categorized as? Like, that's when you got to really sit back and think about it. Like, okay, so would you consider Mike to be R and B? Even though he's known as the king of pop, he is R and B. Are you gonna put Justin in there because Justin has R and B ballads? Hmm. Did we had a conversation before about Justin? Yeah. You know, are are we putting, you know, 
like, where are you putting these people? True. Like, where you put James Brown? Because, for instance, I just, I just, on whatchamacallit, on um, Apple Music, I just did a Stevie search on Apple Music, and he's under, like, soul and funk, pop, R&B and soul. Mm. So it's like... But, I mean... That now, that you, now that I think about it, it is tough. It is. Because what is Prince? See? Uh, okay. Because Prince did a little bit of everything. But is Drake really rap, though? <laughs> Can you just classify Drake as rap? I put him in the LL category. Can you put Snoop as rap? He did a whole gospel album. And a... Uh, and a reggae, reggae album. album. See, so it, it, it'll be hard to kind of do that. I mean, because for me, like, and and this is where it gets tricky. Okay. Because are you putting R. Kelly in there? Oh, God damn it. Here we go. <laughs> See, that's why I'm like, it's tricky because are you putting Kells in there? Just based on the music. But the music's nasty. I understand that. <laughs> but based on the music, scrap the meaning of it. Just based on the music, you have But to. you can't say scratch the meaning because when you listen to the lyrics, that's what we do. There's a story behind the music. <sighs> Yo, he really messed it up, man. <laughs> he really, he really jacked that. Like, if you had to do that list... You it'd be so hard for you to put him on that list. Cause it's like, are you really gonna put him on that list knowing that the music that he's all the music that he made, there's a story behind it with some type of sick twisted Yeah, man, I can't. I can't, but man. But th- but you know what? We was doing that before we even knew before. Before the Survivor R. Kelly? Yeah, we were we were putting him on these lists. Were we not? Because I, I specifically remember an EDB episode where we had R. Kelly on there. Was this was this before it's the split or before the start of the new year? Yes. I don't think I had him on it. I think you. I think y'all two might have. I know I didn't. Cause I've been like nah, nah, bro. You might not been a monitor, but you was you was making faces like, ooh, I want to, but nah. It probably was, but I'm just sitting back like nah, like. Mm. Yeah, man. Oh, all right, all right. I guess top fifty R and B can't be done. I mean, you could, but it's just like if you was to ask right, you was to do like legit right now, like oh yo, do a top fifty right now off the top of the head. You can't. You can't yeah. do it off the top of the head, but you can pretty much like I could okay. Do a top twenty. If you ask me to do a top five, top ten, maybe I may be able to do it, but nothing after like eleven. Not not right now. That could probably be something that we do on like another. Episode, you know what? Let's make that a round table. 
going to be it's going to be interesting. Yeah, we could do that. Because I need more than just our takes. We could definitely do that. We could definitely do that. Like a holiday episode or something. Because <laughs> you know holiday time is going to be slow. Yeah. So. All right. Let's let's make that an edit point. Put that in, put that in the uh, in the archive for later. Okay. All right. What's what's next? You want to touch on on pause? You want to speak on this this Ross this Ross situation? Yeah, we can talk on it. So let me ask you this: If you know who people are beefing, right? And you cool with both of them, like cool, cool, like that's your man's on both sides, and they beefing. How do you squash that without getting in the middle of it? Because you know, getting in the middle of stuff can be messy. Cause we've seen it. Why are you making faces? Oh man, what happened? Oh, I'm sick. What? Why are you sick? USA Today just said that hundreds of new sex abuse claims against Boy Scouts of America suggest leaders exploited their prominent positions. Come on, man. God damn, America. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to Wakanda, man. I'm out of here, dude. I am out of here. First thing, smoking. I'm tired, man. I'm exhausted. America's done me in, yo. Damn. All right. All right. So, um, back. Okay. So the question again was, if if say me and what kind of use an example? Say me and Sean were beefing. No, you know what? You know what? Don't even don't don't even throw a hypothetical out there. Okay. Let's be honest. Okay. Let's be truthful. All right, where are we going with this? As we've always been. Right, where are we going with this? We've had problems. Okay. Okay. Right. If <laughs> you were the casualty of, of war, just say it how it is. Wouldn't call it war, but whatever. Okay, you was... You was I've seen war. That ain't war. It's not. It's not. But okay, you was a innocent bystander. You was caught astray. Yes. That's like okay, if you were trying to patch up, how would you try to patch up? Well, you I'm the wrong person to use that. I'm trying to patch up. <laughs> so you can't use me. Okay, but okay, go with your go with your but hypothetical. If that okay. if I was trying to patch it up, mm-hmm. I'd be like, look. We too grown to be beefing. What are we really beefing over? Would you do the Ross routine? Would you would you do the Ross act? That's how I'm gonna call it. The Ross act. Uh 50-50, because I've seen that type of thing happen and go left. Like it made the situation so, worse. So basically, 
I would say it would be like Wait, okay, so for should we explain? Yes, because I was about, about I was about to say because these people are probably like, what are you talking about? So do you want to explain or you want me to explain? Because I'll explain. Okay, Ross did an interview with Hot ninety seven, I believe, about yep. his upcoming album Port of Miami two, which drops on Friday the ninth. Yes, it does. And he said that he put Pusha T and Lil Wayne on a track together. But he didn't tell either one of them who was on the track. He just said, do a verse for me, please. I appreciate if you do a verse. They did the verse because that's their man. And they supposedly on the same song together. Now, anybody that's you know, been following these two know they've been beefing since Mr. Me Too. God know how long that's been. I think Ross is talking about uh, every day I'm hustling when this beef broke out. Like That's how long it's been, like 06, 07. He decided to pull this move. He decided to pull this move to try to get things moving in the right direction to try to squash the beef without really being in the middle of it. So, what's your take on that? Well, my take on it kind of reminds me... It... it, It's an industry move. Is it? Because I've never seen this kind of move before. Stomp. With game? The original had game, T.I. and Ludacris. That's right. They were beefing. Actually, you're right. Because didn't didn't, uh, T.I. write a verse and then Luda came behind that? T.I. wrote his verse first when... Luda got the record. Luda heard T.I.'s verse. And then, yeah. Luda came at T.I. on the verse. And then somehow, some way, Shaka and them made it to where Game pulled T.I.'s verse off. It wasn't it wasn't Game's record. It was it Buck's was, record. Bu- yeah, it was Young Buck's record. And then they put Game on there in replace of T.I. Right. Either way it goes, song was fire. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you, you look at it like that, but see, I, I say that because that's what happened. Right. Um, I remember Joe Button and Game got on a record together, and that's what sparked Game versus Joe Button. What record was that? It was a Clue mixtape. Ah. It was a Clue mixtape. And that's why Game that's and Joe, why Joe Button. He don't really fuck with Game. No, he, no, because they end up being cool. I remember the episode where he basically talked about how him and Game had that fallout, whatever. And then they got on the same label. They squashed their beef. They did a record together mm. on Padded Room, I believe. Okay. They did a record on Padded Room. They ended up being cool. And then when Game decided to do that record when he was talking about Kanye and and Kim. Mm -hmm. And then I guess also in that record, he made a shot. He took a shot at Sin. And that's when Joey got on the pod and went at him. Right. So. Okay. But but before all of that... Button was on the Clue mixtape mm-hmm. and Button made a reference to B 
being a part of the dude with the junior with all the junior rappers or something like that. He made some bar like that and game. He took offense to it. Game being in a position where he was already in something similar to that with Yuck Mouth. Mm-hmm. He went in the joint and went at game. I mean, went at button. So them two kind of had it. This one is different though because it's not a situation where they there wasn't beef and beef ensued from it. This is more of Ross trying to bring peace together. No, there was beef. No, I'm saying, but there's not where beef sparked from it. What do you mean? Explain. Okay, so you see how, like I said, Joe Button and Game, that came off a Clue mixtape. Their beef stemmed from a Clue mixtape. Right. Because Joe Button beefing with 50 at the time, and he wasn't beef with Game. Right. He made a comment about 50. Game went at him. Right. This is different because, like, He's trying to bring peace. But that's still beef, though. Yeah. When at Wayne. Yeah, but no. But what, I'm, but what I'm saying is, is that Ross is trying to bring peace. Right. Clue and them wasn't. Clue and them was just like, oh, this is what we're trying to do. And Clue might have heard the joint and still gave it to him without letting them know, like, yo, I think you need to switch your verse up because I'm, I'm like, you know, I got, I'm going to have him on the joint. The same thing with T.I. and, and the Stump Record. Mm-hmm. Like, Buck, you a South dude, and you got two other South, like, legends on the record. You know these two got beef with one another. Mm-hmm. Were you trying to instigate the problems, or were you just... Like, what, were you, what was your intent? Like, I see what Ross is trying to do. Ross is trying to patch it up and, you know, try to do whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that... Based on Based on how like We've seen We've read Push's Interviews And his feelings on Wayne Mm -hmm. I don't think There's gonna be ever really A Kumbaya Nah, they probably just like we. I don't fuck with him. Right. Just keep my distance. Right. Cause then I thought about it. I was like, well, Push did come at Drake, and Drake is Wayne Mans. That's his little bro. That's that's Wayne little bro. So I don't know. If that made things worse. Probably. So, I don't know. If it's on Maybach Music 6, I don't care who's beefing. I want to hear it. Well, see, and I think that's why Ross did it. Because it is it is a Maybach music it is a Maybach music song. Like the joint that Wayne and joint that Wayne and Pusha is on is a Maybach song. Okay, so that's been confirmed. He confirmed on a Hot 97 interview. Now let me go ask Perks. He knows. <laughs> he confirmed on a Hot 97 interview. Mm-hmm. And Basically, he said, because they asked and they was like, is the record, is this record on Port of Miami too? And he was like, I don't know if I'm going to put it out there or not. I knew that he was going to do it mm-hmm. because it's the, it, that's going to be the go-to record. Everybody's going to go to that record because mm-hmm. everybody want to hear it. 
See, that's the thing I hate though. Like, don't don't tell me about it. Yeah, that that's that's what I that's what I didn't want him to do. Like, I I would have I would have honestly rather have him have it be a surprise. Literally make that be a like a surprise record. Cause then really everybody gonna be like, yo, like how Ross, how did you manage to get Wayne and push on the joint? And if Ross I'm like, I didn't. I sent Wayne the track. I sent him the track. It's kind of like how he did with the Jeezy joint. With the, uh, what joint was that that him and Ross, him and Jeezy did? That might have been a Khaled record. No, it was on his album. Oh, what was it? It's in my head right now, too. Hold on, talk, talk while I look it up. I thought that would have been a Khaled record because him and Jeezy had beef for a long time. Uh, it was definitely a Ross record. Was it him and Jeezy that had beef? Yeah, because remember the whole BMF thing? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think them two had beef, so that, that that's what I'm saying. I thought that would have been a Khaled move, putting them two on the record together. No, no, nah, it was on, it was on, uh, it was on Jeezy album, or it was on uh, Ross album. Which one is it? Oh, it was on Ross album, on uh, Mastermind, The War Ready. But who was on it? It was just them two. It was just them two, yeah. Yeah, but no, that's what I'm saying. Like, you think Khaled stepped in? No, but what I'm saying is, is that's like a. a it I, I'll say it's different because like the way like the way we're thinking of it, mm-hmm. I think you kind of got it. I won't say mis misinterpreted because someone had to be the person if you're saying that someone had to be the person to get that record yeah like who was the person to put them to in the studio and work that out maybe they worked it out on their own well no I know I know for a fact T.I. had something to do with it okay cause I know it was a party that I think T.I. was throwing mm-hmm. and them two were there okay cause T.I. cool with both of them right so I goes back to my thing. How you do that without you know getting in the way and without making it worse? Because that could turn into why you put me on a record with this nigga. You know I don't fuck with dude. Right, and that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like what. What exactly or how exactly did this? Because Ross said it. Ross said that you know he he didn't speak to he didn't tell them that who was on the record. He just put him on the joint. Right. So I you know I'm I'll just be curious to know what Pusha got to say about it. Because Wayne really don't really talk, and when Wayne talk, it's like just whatever. Yeah, but Push is who I would want to hear. I want to hear what Push got to say about it. Right, you know. I don't know, man. We gonna see. I just know I'm ready for the album. I am too, but a lot of people feel some way about it. Why? Some people are are kind of. They skeptical. Yeah. Are you skeptical? It ain't even drop. Because of all the features. No, it's. it's I. I think it's just because they're like you know, we've been anticipating this album for so long that. It might not live up to it. I mean, that's the case with any sequel. Or no, any, it's, any not, it's not any sequel. It's not the fact that it's just the Port of Miami 2, but it's just the fact that we've been waiting for a Ross album, and he's been teasing this album for so long that it's kind of like, okay, if it comes up, 
Don't let it be whack. Yeah. Don't catch a brick, as the, uh, Dame used to say. Like, dude, like, I get, I promise you, whenever this Rihanna album drop, mm-hmm. that's going to be like, <laughs> is it going to hit? Is it going to be that? But you know how people give these lofty-ass expectations on things? And they don't give it a chance to... They don't digest it. They just go through it one time and they make a decision. Well, that's because people don't... It's like classic or trash. They don't They do not do that. They just... Like you said, they just listen to it one time. It's a one-take thing. Yeah, that's, see, that's the whole thing with people being skeptical about it. How you going to be skeptical? You ain't heard it yet. And if you hear it, you might be like, oh, no, nah, this, this don't hit like the first one. I don't like it. After all, listen. Like, you got to let it marinate. Like, Port of Miami, the original didn't, it didn't, I mean, it hit, but it wasn't like people was calling it a classic out the gate. They let it sit for a minute and sat with it and grew with it. So that's why people feel so strongly about it. But I, But then again, it was a different time. Social media didn't exist outside of Facebook. So, I don't know. I'm just ready for it. I know that. I'm ready to hear what strings is going to be on Maybach Music. Six, I'm ready to hear what flutes and all that's going to be on there. Looking forward to it. Uh, I think that's it, man. Nope. What, what else you got? Oh, we got some more. Is it fuck shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's let's get to it. I'll touch on this because you know this is this is involving this is involving my team. Well, a member of my team, and David. Wait, do you want to start there or do you want to go back some more? Because he's been in the headlines lately for all the things that he has really nothing negative to do with. What do you mean? You want to start with the whole helicopter parent thing? You want to start there? No, I'm not. I'm not talking about I am not. I refuse to go down that rabbit hole because we, we kind of talked about it in 22. Episode 22, we kind of talked about it. Um, I really don't want to dive more into it just because it's going to really... Co- I'm really... Because I already got a hit list right now. Got a hit list? Yes. You say that on air. Not an actual I'm going to kill people hit list. Dog, with this climate, you got to be you gotta be specific. <laughs> I have... Doug Gottlieb. Okay. He's on he's him, Jason Whitlock. They are two people that I just I can't stand. And Doug Gottlieb more so for this David Griffin LeBron James situation. Now for those that don't know, that don't follow basketball, David Griffin was the former GM of the Cleveland Cavaliers when LeBron was there. On his second go round. Yes. In 2014. Yes. And so, David Griffin did 
a piece for Sports Illustrated. And in this piece, David Griffin basically said that his time with LeBron was miserable. He went to say that it was a miserable experience and he questioned LeBron's winning instinct in L.A. He goes in, quote, and I quote, everything we did was so inorganic and unsustainable and quite frankly, not fun. I was miserable. Griffin said, literally the moment we won the championship, I knew I was going to leave. There was no way I was going to stay for any amount of money. That's bullshit because Griffin didn't leave until the final minutes because he was trying to negotiate to stay. Didn't he stay an extra year? No. Didn't he stay in 17? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. So, this prompted LeBron to put a tweet out saying enough is enough. People are coming at the throne. <laughs> Ether's coming. <laughs> like I've been telling people, this man's going to be on shit next season. This man had since May, end of April, May, mm-hmm. if not earlier than that, to just sit back and recoup. Yeah, good job. The season was over what? April 29th? Yeah, but we was done with the we was done with the fine. I mean, we was done way before then. We got eliminated against Brooklyn. We lost the the last game against Brooklyn when we lost to them. That was officially the last. That was it. We were done. We were officially eliminated from playoffs because they were saying it was very ironic that Brooklyn and D'Angelo was eliminating us. Hmm. So, David Griffin, after going on this thing, saying all this stuff, David Griffin goes on ESPN's The Jump and clarifies his stance on this thing. Basically saying, me sitting here right now is exactly what I mean. It was miserable because the media did all these things to spin it and make it like it's it's never good because when you when you have a talent like LeBron, the expectations and everything is so high and all this other stuff, but you still like. You did some fuck shit. Being with LeBron, winning that ring, enabled you to get to New Orleans. LeBron probably is the one that kind of probably campaigned for it. And you wanted him as your GM. 
I did want him as my GM because I seen what he did when he got when he worked with them. But he's like, no, this is more about you know this article is supposed to be more about how I took the failures that I suffered in Cleveland which would probably be before you got LeBron and how I can incorporate it into like now when we take our failures and use it as fuel and all types of dumb nonsense. And I'm just sitting back like, dude. My thing is, why wait till now? Right. When LeBron's already got a narrative out here that people don't want to play with him. And that's what else I'm thinking. Like, okay, so are you taking this and making this more of a thing because people already said because Kyrie already talked about it KD already talked about it apparently Kawhi Paul George this narrative that like yo we don't want to we don't want to play with LeBron because you know when LeBron wins that's what else he said Griffin was like LeBron never takes the blame everyone else around him takes the blame but guess what? LeBron ain't the first one to go through this. Mike went through this. Pippen said, and I quote, nobody's going to remember that the Bulls won a ring. Jordan's going to get all the credit. It's not going to remember the teammates. Oh, yeah. Because if you ask Skip Bayless. Jordan went six for six. Not the Bulls. Not Scotty. Not the whole run. Not the whole dynasty run. Just Mike. And Mike is my guy. But I'll be the first one to acknowledge everybody else on that team. But back to Brian. I just can't wait. But then again, when LeBron loses, who do they shit on? LeBron's not clutch. LeBron comes up small in big games. It's LeBron this, LeBron that. It's never... Oh, J.R. Smith botched the game. After nah. Brown went 51 8 and 8, kept them in the game. LeBron lost to the Cavs. Not what the, the Cavs didn't do to help him win. Not the fact that the first run, he had half of his team in Matthew Delvadova. And still could have, and still should have won. They don't give him credit. Well, I take that back. They did give him credit for that. They said that was his best performance. Yeah. Like his best finals performance was that year. David Griffin is a piece of shit for that. Where is this narrative for all these other players? Like, why wait till now? Because it's at the tail end of LeBron's career. But you realize how much money people make off of LeBron being in the league? But that's what I'm saying. Is at the tail end of his career. So what they're doing is because they see that he's vulnerable. This is the most vulnerable we've seen LeBron. Is he really vulnerable, though? I mean, he suffered. I'll put it to you like this. Yes, he suffered his first I'll put it to you like this. Career-wise, this mm-hmm. is the first dent. In his armor With that injury? Yeah Yeah cause everything else is Like cramps Fatigue I mean because I'll, I'll say Opposed to that The biggest 
dent that LeBron has is the 2011 this, finals 2011 finals but other than that this is it right and because he was able to redeem himself by doing what he did in Miami winning back to back finals mm-hmm. and then on top of that winning in Cleveland right it's like now people are like you know, and that's the, like that's nothing. They was like, yo, once he won in Cleveland, like David Griffin is like he he lost it. Like he lost that that killer, that killer will. Even though I've been on record and saying that he didn't have organically, he didn't have the killer will in him. Yeah, it is. But that was a narrative floating around before David Griffin said that. I'm no, gonna, but I've been. But I'm you know, Skip Bayless be like, but oh, you know, moved to LA for everything but basketball. But you know me, I've always said that LeBron. Inst- like LeBron's instinct isn't to be that killer. He's a different type of killer. Yeah, he's like the like you have to. It's that on again, off again switch with him. It's right. not like it's not like Jordan or Kobe or even Russ, where it's kill mode twenty four seven. Right. But as we stated before, that's not his mentality. It's not. It's not his mentality. So. That's why I take into account like I, I I just I'm just anticipating this season. I've never been more anticipated for a season like I am this one. October twenty second. That's what a week. It's week six. October. No, that's probably like week seven in the league. October twenty second, opening night. Did you see the Christmas lineup? Yeah, yeah. I'm amped. But opening night, that's what I'm amped for. That's cool. Cause we play them opening night. Oh, the Clippers. Uh, we starting off. We starting off with them. So if y'all get smoked, what's gonna be a reaction? <laughs> If we get smoke, I'm I'm going to be pissed. I'm not going to lie. I can't wait for that rain. I know it's coming. <laughs> I know it's coming. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be pissed. But I don't I I don't I don't think so. I don't think I don't think we're going to get smoke. So if y'all lose, would you be like, ah, we lost? I mean, it's not a big deal. It's first game of the season. Or no. Would you be like, nah, fuck that. I'm I'm going to be on a hundred. Like, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't like, I'm gonna be, especially because, like, you already know, we already, I brought that smoke last week about, 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 about uh, George Paul. Don't disrespect that man like that. Don't be skipped. I'm going to be skipped because he lied. Where's that flex drop when I do it? <laughs> He did lie. <laughs> he lied. Like that's that's why if he didn't if he didn't lie, I wouldn't I wouldn't have that. I'd be like, all right, cool. I all right, cool. Right. But he you basically was like, nah. I've been a Clipper fan. No. Anybody but Billy Crystal been a Clipper fan. <laughs> Keep it a buck. But speaking of LeBron, let's speaking get, of narratives. Let's get into uh Banana Boat. My guy. My guy too. Don't just say he's your guy. Who's my guy first? Pause. Uh, I give it to you. I, I give that, that to. I give that to you because you say Memphis. I mean not Memphis because you said. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I, I know, I know, whoa. I know, I know, I know. Whoa! Don't ever disrespect me like that. <laughs> Come on, now we better. Uh, 
because of the Syracuse thing. I I know that, but in the league, you really wasn't really rocking with Melo in the league. Rocking with Melo. I didn't really hear. I heard you more rocking with Bronny than, and I don't mean the son. I mean you was rocking more Melo. I mean Bron. I mean I was, but Melo was still my guy. Yeah, he was still your guy. But as far as like, okay, so in the far as the banana boat lineup, mm-hmm. LeBron was your like that was your go to yeah, guy. Melo was too though. Yeah, but like for me, it was Melo, mm-hmm. like Melo. And then I said Wade. <laughs> and then I said LeBron. Then it's like, I mean, now it kind of switched because, you know, LeBron's a Laker. Mm, yeah, so you got a vested interest. No, and like I like the same the same thing I did when I was watching football. I said this and I said it with LeBron. I'm not going to get on LeBron. Like no, because remember when I was watching football, we had this right now. We had this conversation when I was watching football, and I literally was like, I think it was like the last two seasons before I completely stopped watching football. I said I was not going to talk shit about the Bills, and I did not. You did. You say true to your word. And then I did the same thing with LeBron. I said I'm not going to get on LeBron as much as I normally have, and I did not. But you made that statement when he put that purple and gold on. No. You made that statement in Cleveland? I don't remember that. I made that statement, I think it was the first time they lost to the Warriors with KD. At 17? Yeah. Okay. Because I looked at it, I like, okay, y'all, it's it's an even playing field. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, let me see what you're working with. Pause. Pause. <laughs> Pause. So, but yeah, speaking of the banana boat crew, and you just brought him up. Well, you didn't really bring him up, but Mello. Carmelo Anthony, who is currently out of the league. What's on first take? With our guy, Stephen A. Smith. On a side note. Mm hmm. He wasn't there today. Steven? Yeah. <laughs> I just find it so no, funny. Like, like, he really was like, showed up, did that interview. It was like, all right, I'm, I'm good. I'm not. So who did they put on his, his uh, speed? Uh, it was Ryan Clark. Okay. I, can, I messed with Ryan Clark. Yeah. He's sensible. Yeah. I thought you was about to say something else. No, it wasn't Ryan. It wasn't Ryan. It wasn't Ryan Hollins. I was about to be like, no, God, no. 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 I don't need that in my life. No. But all right. So Melo had this interview with Stephen A. Yes. Which Melo wanted to come on. Yes. It wasn't like a, hey, come do this for ratings. No. Melo wanted to come get his point out there because there is a narrative going on about him and the way he plays the game. Not just how he plays the game, but it's just a narrative about him. How he's perceived. Yes. The perception is that, one, Melo cares more about scoring than it does about winning. Two, it's more about the money than about the ring. Three, which I think is the biggest hurdle 
that's keeping him out of the league that he doesn't want to come off the bench. He wants to remain a starter, a la Allen Iverson in his later days, in his career. But Carmelo said that no, when I got to, what was that Oklahoma City that he said? Yeah. When I got to Oklahoma City and I realized that I wasn't even the third option, I was the fourth option behind Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and Stephen Adams, he started to accept that, okay, for the betterment of the team, I need to come off the bench. Whatever I can do to help them win, I'll do it. That Oklahoma City thing happened. He was traded to Houston. Played for Houston for approximately 10 games. And then Daryl Morey, the snake that he is, decided to say, Hey, Melo, I know you're an all-star. I know you're a scorer. I know you're what we need to win, but we no longer need you. So pack your bags and go. Your services are no longer needed. Which, when I heard him say that about Daryl Morey, I'm like, wow. He definitely could have been used coming off the bench because they had no scoring coming off the bench that year, if my memory serves me correctly. So for them to do that, but yet some of these other scrubs are still in the league, is wild to me. Like, how is Jeremy Lin still in the league? <laughs> no, no, I, I want him to say that. How is he still in the league? I'll say, well, yes, he's in the league. Well, no, because but if he's in the league. Then why is Melo in the well, league? Well, no, because Jeremy Lin is a free agent, and Jeremy Lin is feeling a little upset because nobody's picking him up. Oh, he is. Yes. So how is Harrison Burns getting deals? I don't know. He just took the bag from Sacramento. Yeah. How is he in the league still? I mean, yes, he's a champion. But that's due to the factors around him. Wasn't really him. That is true. So, my man Melo is getting a raw deal, and I don't like it at all. He can be used somewhere. Like he said, man, I can't make a 12, 15-man roster, and there's 30 teams. Hell, he could come to Philly. Come off the bench. We need shooting. So, but how you feel about it? Let me let me hear your take on it, because you you're you're more passionate about Melo than I am. I am, as you stated, LeBron was my guy, and then it was Melo second. I am because like I I even remember I did a whole thing. I did a whole post about this. Was this a snap post? No, this was a Facebook post. Okay. This is this was right when I realized this is right after Kobe announced his retirement. Which was sixteen. And I remember sitting back and I was like, man, like Kobe was about to Kobe about to leave. I think he might have, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think he think he might have still been in New York. In sixteen? I think he might have been. Maybe. I don't know. But I remember I was sitting there and I made the post and because I remember our former our former partner in crime had hit me up and was like, yo, like, man, what you going to do? Like, Kobe about to leave. That's your man. And he was like, so who's about to take the place? Who's about to be the next up? Mm-hmm. And everybody who knew me, like, knows that Mello was my guy. 
right. like second up. Like I've always said, it was Kobe, Mello. Like, and then I did this whole thing where I was like, yo. I would put Melo as the second. I mean, I'll put Melo up there with Kobe retiring. I'm like, this is Melo. This is Melo. But I was like, but I can't mm-hmm. because I knew that it he was gonna fall into the Iverson thing. I was saying that before anybody else was saying it. I seen it. I do remember you saying that. I seen the Iverson Cause we said it When he was The whole Chicago thing Came up Yeah But he explained That I was going to go to Chicago That was the move But people Told me The Knicks are going to give you XYZ They was going to give him the bag And do things to make the team better Well no Cause he said He said they made him a lot of promises He said that he went there Cause he originally wasn't even going to meet with the Knicks. Right, he met with them last. Yeah, and he said that when he met with them, he pretty much asked them like, "What are you going to do?" And they promised him all this stuff, and he said, "Because I'm taking your word, and, and I'm, I'm trusting, and I'm trusting you. I'm a Brooklyn boy. This is home for me. This I'll, I'll sign." Now, which at the time I was like, "Yo, Melo, go to Chicago." I was saying That's the same the thing because New York ain't gonna get it done. Because that was when they had they had D Rose, D Rose, Joe, Joe Kim. Kim. D- didn't they have Jimmy? Uh, I think so. I think a young like a like young Jimmy, like second year in Jimmy. Yeah, and I'm like, damn, they, they gonna have a squad, right? And they had Powell. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's going to work. So when I seen that he didn't do that, I said, okay. And then even Stephen A., which is kind of interesting to me mm-hmm. because Stephen A., I, 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 before, like, I would watch both First Take and Undisputed, but I would watch, I would watch First Take I'll watch Undisputed more and then I'll listen to the First Take podcast because mm-hmm. it's just the ep- it's just the it's just that day's episode right so I watch I will listen to it and most of the times I will listen to it Stephen A and even before Undisputed came out Stephen A always used to say Mello was always about his money Right. He was always about his money. That's the thing. That was this and then the third. And he's like, that's what he heard from his, from Mello's camp, that Mello was about his money. So for then Stephen A to be on this interview talking about this narrative that he was turning around saying that, you know, everybody thought that you was about the money. And Mello flat out said, I was young. Immature. I was 23. But Mello also brought up a, a valid point, which I think a lot of people did not take into account. He said, where I'm from, you don't turn down that money. Right. Which is a narrative 
that is every player from that environment will feel that same way but that's a narrative that's getting presented across all the sports mm-hmm. you hear Shannon Sharp say it all the time get your money mm-hmm. Chris Carter says get your money all the ex-athletes is saying get your money so it leaves people to think like okay so which one is it are you going to get your money or are you gonna you know what's more important the money or the ring right cause I even think we had a conversation on the pod about this one day we did you know but I, I think even I said I'll take the money cause the money lasts longer than the ring cause you could get a ring and be forgotten about true cause nobody remembers Bill Winnington but if you look at the incentives behind contracts like when you were on your last episode of Gridiron Mm -hmm. as you on the way as you and Russ was discussing these things I was pulling up the the actual details of the incentives of their contracts Mm -hmm. Michael Thompson Thomas Mm -hmm. his incentives is crazy what are they something to the degree of like if he makes the Pro Bowl Mm -hmm. he's getting like 230,000 damn near a quarter of a mil off of just making a Pro Bowl yeah they make the they make the playoffs he's getting like I think they said he's getting like a, a mil but if he doesn't but that's what I'm saying like so you gotta think like the money's gonna be there yeah but then there's that extra like if y'all, money gonna be there what you gonna do after you get out the league well see that's why that's why a lot of people need to be smart with their money that's an episode that's a topic for <laughs> but I just I, I feel like the like back to the interview I felt like the interview was needed I'm very th- like people fail to realize that Melo said it Melo's like I don't do this Melo's a private person right like even when all the whole debacle with him and Lala was going on, like everybody's hearing Lala's side of the story, but no one's hearing Mello. Right. No one's knowing what's going on with Mello. So that's why, like, I, I think that's why when Mello did the video after the report came out that he was on the boat with the girl and he made the video about it, like that was a business trip or whatever. Regardless of the situation, I'm like, this is what I mean. Like, y'all take stuff and y'all, once again, y'all take stuff, y'all flip it. Y'all make it into something that it's not. I'm not saying that he did. I'm not saying he was innocent or guilty. But when somebody is not speaking on the matter, that shows to the viewing eye, that shows more guilt than anything. Yeah, they always equate silence with guilt. Right. Which is so wild. when people are saying all this about Melo, oh Melo don't want to come off the bench this time in the third, and Melo's not saying nothing, that goes with saying like, oh well, see, see, he don't want to. 
But then when he said it, he said, yo, he realized that in Oklahoma City, when he went to Houston, he was trying to figure out, yo, what can I do to 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 help fix this problem? Because the narrative that Daryl Morey presented to him was you are the missing piece to get us over to, to get us this ring. And that's why I said that Daryl Morey was a piece of shit for that. Because when you tell somebody that, guess what they're going to instantly think? Oh, I'm not coming off the bench. I'm not. A, you're, you're not bringing me here to be a bench player because I'm the missing piece to this. So for you to then turn around and say that, man, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm so done with him. I'm so done with Daryl Murray. You know what's crazy? That these narratives stick to certain players, but they don't stick to others. Like, they say people don't want to play with LeBron, right? But the narrative that Big Ben is a dickhead never sticks. Oh, no. Oh no, because we Never see stick. we see that now. We we see that narrative now where Big Ben is like, oh love my teammates. That's cause the two that was in your ass, it's not there no more. The two that was holding you accountable, it's not there no more. But that narrative never sticks. What other narratives can I think of that never stick? Nathan fucking Peterman. <sighs> So, speaking of uh, Pick 6 Peterman What was that, yesterday? That I was made aware of this story? Yep Where was the story from, sir? Uh, I know we're jumping all over the place right now But we're on the topic of narratives And this is one I can't wrap my mind around This was from Was it Sports Illustrated? No was it ESPN? The Ringer. The Ringer. So, The Ringer decided to post an article entitled... Wait, wait, let me find it. I got it. I got it right here. Oh, oh, I got it right here. I got it right now. Believe in the power of redemption. Believe in John Gruden. And Nathan Peterman. Fam. When I saw this, <laughs> I said, what? What is this? First off, believe in the redemption. So redemption only is warranted for certain players. So... Uh, I know I sound like a broken record on this topic, but does RG3 get a redemption? Does Johnny Manziel get a redemption? You already know who I'm going with. Does Colin Kaepernick get a redemption? Does did Lovey Smith get redemption? I can go on and on. John Gruden and Nathan Peterman, that's who you choose to give redemption to? A quarterback that's been a bum since he got in the league? 
I know diehard Bills fans that said Peterman was a bum, one of the worst quarterbacks they've ever seen in life. And John Gruden, a coach that has single-handedly destroyed the Oakland Raiders, yes, they got Antonio Brown, but he has been putting them on the wrong path since he got there, and he robbed them for a contract. A hundred million dollars? But they deserve redemption. Why does John Gruden deserve redemption? Can you can you tell me, sir? Fuck John Gruden. Okay, so no, he can't tell me. <laughs> can you tell me why Nathan Peterman deserves redemption? Fuck Nathan Peterman. Last time I saw Nathan Peterman, he was throwing interceptions as a bill in the AFC playoff game against the Jaguars. That's the last time I saw Nathan Peterman. So what has he done deserve, deserve, uh, to deserve redemption? Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. But the reason why the reason why I said that is just because like I just find it funny that there there's that narrative. There's that rhetoric that is spewed out about certain athletes and I I just I don't get it. I never will get it. Um I find it quite funny though that people who said that they watched this interview with Melo was still saying Melo don't want to come off the bench. So they didn't watch the interview then? I'm like, so did you just... Did you listen to the interview or did you just skim through it? Right. Like, what is wrong with y'all? But that's just the same thing. That's the net. And then somebody brought up the whole, well, you know, it's just the Iverson thing all over again. I said, well, let's 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 be real crystal clear. Even with that, did Iverson really have an issue? Was that documented? Or was that just a narrative going Well, around? Iverson did say at one point, I don't know I don't know a league MVP that ever came off the bench. Okay, he did say that. I don't know a scoring champion that ever came off the bench. I don't know uh, a all star okay, NBA. All right, all right, all right. All right no, I'm, I'm just saying because, dude, you know, you know, like that was that was my guy, and then I got rid of him because I was just like, yo, like. No, you got rid of him because Kobe came to town. We ain't about to go there. They both was they they were in the same draft class. You can't say he came around. Like they were both in the same draft class. Yeah, but you want you want on Kobe then. But that's that's neither here nor there. Okay. Is we gonna go down? A, we already been yeah, here a we, while. <laughs> let's not let's stop right there. Okay. But continue your statement. But no, like when he said when they said that, I was like, all right, let's just not look at that like that. Like Mello never revealed any of this until this interview. Then he says it, and y'all not taking his word. Like, Melo don't have to do this. Melo said there's too many narratives that's out here, and I don't like it. That's keeping me from getting a job. So I want to set the record straight. So now the question is, a lot of people are saying, is Melo going to get picked up? Nope, I don't think so. I would love. I like, wait, wait. Before you go there, did you, did you see Stephen A. said that uh, he doesn't deserve a farewell, a farewell tour? Yeah. I agree. I agree. Okay. Why? I agree in the same breath as what he said. 
mm-hmm. Mello didn't Mello didn't get like that's like saying does Vince Carter deserve a farewell tour I think he does <sighs> he changed the league for the better I will say this did he have a bunch of accomplishments? No. Toronto most definitely need to have something for him. They not, according to the Toronto Raptors fans, they, they don't want They technically that. already did. They technically already yeah, had this little, little farewell or this little ceremony for him, mm-hmm. like a vignette or something about him. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think so because I think that's warrant for like... What, so you saying you gotta have a ring to have a farewell tour? Because, I mean, if you're going by that, then John Stockton don't deserve, didn't deserve a farewell tour. I don't think Stockton got a farewell tour. Well, he did, what I'm saying. If, he, if that was a thing back then. <laughs> I mean, if we want to keep it all the way, if we want to keep it all the way to real, the farewell tour technically started with Kobe. It did. It's technically started with Kobe. And how many other players have retired that have got a ring? Outside of D-Wade? That's yeah. it. I mean... T- Timmy didn't want one. No. So there's that. Cause I think Timmy retired before Kobe. No. They retired the same year? I think Timmy retired uh, maybe a year after. Are you sure? I want to say he retired maybe a year after. I don't think they retired the same year. Kevin Garnett didn't get one. Kevin didn't want one. Saying he didn't. That's the thing. He didn't. If he wanted one, he probably would have got. Only one that wanted one was Paul Pierce. Well, we know. And we know how Draymond. You ain't Kobe. (laughs) They don't love you like that. (laughs) Yo, that is the greatest quote in the last five years, dude. I think that's the greatest quote ever. I love Draymond for that because it's true. (laughs) We don't love Paul like that. No disrespect, but outside of Boston, you don't mean all disrespect. You don't mean nothing to us. Fuck him. You don't mean nothing to us. Especially, especially when we found out about the whole um leg cramp, and that wasn't really a leg cramp. He just had to he had to take a shit. Wait, wait, wait! I you didn't know that? I never do. <laughs> no, he said did. it. I don't pay Paul Pierce no mind. He said it on NBA Countdown because they they had the whole flashback. Of him doing that, he was like, yo, I got a confession to make. And Jalen killed him. Jalen was like, why would you say that? You just ruined your, like, that was your greatest moment. That was your, that's what put you in the, in the talk of being one of the greats. And now you just flushed, flushed it all down the toilet. Fam. First off, if you had the shit, they're not supposed to be carrying you like that because your asshole is open bars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. They're not supposed to carry you like that. You got to focus <laughs> <laughs> to make sure you don't have an accident. Or it's going to be brown and green all over your <laughs> Beef and broccoli. <laughs> Wow. Oh, shit. The more you know. Damn, Paul. Damn, Paul. All right. Melo needs to get back in the league. 
sooner than later. Somebody can use his services somewhere. I want him to come to LA. I know you've been saying that for months now. But see, I think another reason why I want to come come to LA, I kind of made a vouch for it when I said it, was because I feel like if he comes to LA. He's playing with his boy. He said on the interview that him and LeBron have been talking about playing together for years. Right. He was supposed to go to Miami, actually. He was supposed to be a part of the... It was supposed to be the original big three was him. It was a banana boat. It was him, Wade, and Bron. Right. But... That would have been crazy. Yeah. And then, but he even admitted, he said, like, I wasn't ready. Right. You know? So... I, I look at that. I look at what he's doing. I look at um, him coming off the bench with the second team, uh-huh. and being that role model, being that, being, being like that, that leader, that veteran. Yeah, that's why I want him in Philly. Cause he can, cause he can help. Cause he's already, he's already helping Kuzma. He's already they, they. Guzma already had photos and videos of them two working out together, you know. So I think he would really help Kuzma. I think that would really help Kuzma out. He's sitting there play the same position. Right. So give you at least, I say at least good 15, 18 off the bench. I say 10 to 15, depending on his minutes. But we need bench shooting in Philly. That would be great for us. And they talking about if he went like possibly going to like the Warriors. Uh I don't know. I mean he'd fit because they need more scoring due to Clay being out. Right. But I don't know. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. I just want him back in the league though. Or like, Portland. You know, at one point in time, I thought he was going to Portland. I did. I like, did, Like, after too. Brandon Roy retired, I was like, ooh, Portland be a move. Because they had a little squad around uh, Brandon Roy. Well, I was thinking even now. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they just re-signed uh, Rodney Hood, so I don't know if they really need that. But, yeah, man. <sighs> Melo needs to get back in the league. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what the uh, what Silva does. It's not even what Silva does. Yeah, you know what's crazy to me? The shitty teams won't even pick Melo. That is nuts to me. It's not even what Silva does because Silva doesn't have a. No, I, I, I know, I know. That was done with me. But it's just crazy that the shitty teams won't. Like a Cleveland won't take Melo. A Sacramento won't take Melo. This is this is something. This is something that. I forgot who said it, but they, but it did bring up it did bring up a very good point. Mm-hmm. Is now wait, did, no. did Melo say that he wanted to play for a contender only, or he just wants to get back in the league? Because I no, he he said he wants to play. Okay, he didn't he didn't pick a team. He just said I want to play. Okay, okay. I know. I just said that Jason Willock is on my shit list. Don't tell me about to get that nigga props. He brought up a valid point. He brought up a valid point. He brought up a valid point. Okay, let me hear it out. GMs. GMs talk. Right. He was like, I think that this interview, when he started talking about Daryl Morey and he started kind of bad-mouthing Daryl Morey, might not sit well 
Because Daryl Morey might go to all the other GMs and be like, listen, don't. And GMs kind of... But you got to... If you're going to go around talking about don't mess with dudes, you got to be a man of your word. Daryl Morey. If you were a man of your word, Melo wouldn't have said any of that. That's what I hate. You spread a narrative about someone else, but you won't own up to your own BS. Like, be a man. Completely off subject, but do you remember that Macho Man record, Be a Man Hogan? No, I do not. Okay. Why? It's just because you said be a man. That's just made me think of that record. Mad random. It was he. It was a diss record, like Macho Man dissed Hogan. Okay. All right. All right. It's yes. Yeah, time to turn these mics off. On that note, <laughs> time to go. <laughs> time to wrap it up. Oh, so before we even wrap this up, I want to get your take on something. Okay? okay. Did you did you hear about the post and delete that Tyrese did? No. What Ty do now, man? So This was earlier today Tyrese took a jab At The Rock Oh my god Ty let it go No because Hobbs and Shaw came out this weekend Right And I guess they it was the lowest Fast and Furious box office since Tokyo Drift. But it's not really a fast... I mean, I know it's presented by, but it's not really a Fast and Furious. So Tyrese posts this thing and says, I have to show my respect for one thing. He tried. Folks called me a hater and attacked me for speaking out. Breaking up the family clearly doesn't have the value that one would assume it does. You know what? Maybe, just maybe, the Rock and the crew will come to the dance with us for Fast 10. We can all hug it out and get back to giving the true fans who have supported this franchise for 20 years. I can't believe this is 20 years. Yeah, bro, we old. What they want. No hating. I'm just pointing out the facts. Hashtag Fast Family has more value as the hashtag Fast Family. It's okay. The Rock is still one of the biggest movie stars in the world, and he's not hurting for work. I have two film franchises. He has at least 15. So there won't be any tears on his pillow tonight. $180 million global opening for Hobbs and Shaw is not a win. In this day and age where everyone wants to be safe and sit on their hands and not speak on real shit, when do you, when you do get, when you do, you get attacked and well, that's that. Again, my respect had my respect because he tried his best. The world is clearly used to being served as Thanksgiving meals a certain way. They want the table to be air quotes included, all its flavors and all his usual ingredients. The rock comes from wrestling and he knows all about smack talking and friendly competition. So love is love. Roman has spoken. Drops Mike. Hashtag no comment. A whole lot of sass on that. Real sassy. What's the purpose though, my guy? Because you know how you want like it's kind of like when you know somebody. Okay. 
related. Okay. He stepped away. Right. If we found out he didn't he we found out he was doing a podcast? No, no, no. He we found out that he Okay, yeah, he he's doing a podcast or he's trying to do something, he's trying to get a business going up and going and everything, and we hear that it doesn't it's not succeeding. Okay. That's like us going around and saying, Well, you know, just come back to the fam. It's it's better this way, blah, blah, blah. It's like no, just let Rock do what Rock's gonna do. I heard it was good. I'm going to see it. I'm probably going to see it this weekend. Um, I heard that there's a lot of different, like, um, shock value. What do you mean? Well, not shock value. There's a whole bunch of surprises. Okay. Like, special cameos from people. Okay. So... I'll let y'all know next week about Hobbs and Shaw. I still don't see what the purpose is. No, he didn't. But but Tyrese is also just, I think Tyrese, I think Tyrese also just wanted to be that person to be like, ha ha, see what happens. Ha ha. But fam, they asked him. He wasn't like, oh, fuck y'all, I'm going to make my own movie. They asked him to do this. No, Rock wanted to do it. But they came to him with the idea. He was like, cool, let's do it. Unless I'm mistaken in that. No, I, I think what they did is they people were seeing the chemistry that him and Shaw, Jason Statham, had in Fast 8. Right. I guess once they seen that, people were kind of like, yo... They should do a movie. Yeah. Rock, how you feel about doing a movie? Rock was like, okay, well, let's give it a shot. He wasn't like, oh, nah, I ain't fucking with them Fast and Furious niggas. I'm taking it. I'm coming in and taking over. Well, there is the reports that there was him and Vin Diesel really don't get along. Bro, Kobe and Shaq didn't get along. Because it's two alpha males. Same thing. Yes, it's the exact same thing. Exact same thing. So You can still win and not get along. Yeah. I mean, hell, Jordan punched Steve Kerr. And they still won. Stop being so sassy, Tyrese. Damn, you still getting a check? Making us look bad out here, man. How you gonna act like that? Damn. All right, man, I'm done. I'm done. Enough foolishness for one week. Yeah, we back on a long episode. It's like three, I know it's pushing three hours. It's like 2.38. Yeah, it's pushing three. <laughs> Felt it. Yeah. Pause. You got more rap? Because I'm out, man. No, I'm I'm good for right now. I don't really want to dive into anything more because, like I said, it's... Like I said, we we spent almost an hour on... On, on tragedy. Yeah. And, and Hopefully, praying... 
we don't have this. Yeah, I can't do this three weeks in a row, man. Man. I can't. Can't do it. Hopefully, we don't have to come next week with sadness. So I don't know if I can do it. Actually. I might not even put it on the doc. Actually, actually, we might have to. The, the, we might have to take a. Because remember next week. Next week I'm going. I got a. I got the dentist appointment. Ah, uh, yeah. That Monday, so. Right. I don't know. I mean, we could record a day earlier. Oh, I can't even do it. We can't. You know why we can't even do it earlier? That we can. Why we can't do it on even on Sunday? Sunday SummerSlam. I couldn't do it Sunday anyway. And I got to record with Alan. I couldn't do it Sunday anyway. Got a birthday dinner. Yeah. See. Uh. This week is crazy. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I think I'm going to see, I'm going to see Hobbs this week, Hobbs and Shaw this weekend. I'll probably see it Saturday. Um, All right, well, y'all, we might not be here next week. We might not. If we are, cool. If not, this is a long one, so it'll hold you over. <laughs> this man got to go back to the dentist because, yeah, he got to go back to the dentist because, yeah, I was about to say something, but it's going to be real pause worthy. No, listen, I. It was going to be real pause worthy. No, it's just. All right. So I'm I'm very, I'm very transparent. I'm very real about this shit. Is I. Dennis said that my, my teeth are fine. My teeth are perfect. Like, but it's just I have cavities. And I was getting my. I was getting the fills in my cavity. And I have a cavity on a wisdom tooth that they told me. I wouldn't have to get pulled. Yeah, they lied. Where's that phone first drop? They lied. So now I have to get the wisdom tooth pulled. They said they was just gonna fill it. I'm like, dude, just pull it. Like, what's the point of filling a wisdom tooth that's it's supposed to get pulled? So that's what we're gonna do. So I may be able to talk. I may not. You might have to Kanye it. Yeah. So we'll see. We shall see. But this has been. Views from the two. I am your boy Sean Pesos. And it's your boy Chi. Might see y'all next week. Might not. But y'all be safe out here though. Yes. Deuces. <laughs>